Welcome to Brand with Podcast. I'm your host, Ivan Estrada. In this podcast, we will be discussing all things branding and marketing, from fashion to design, real estate, entertainment, tech, philanthropy, and much more. Nothing is off the table. We will have guests from all over the world to give you a global perspective on branding and marketing. Our goal is to dissect as many branding and marketing experts to get you all thinking about your brand by providing motivation and inspiration for you. Thank you all for listening and let's roll. So welcome to Brand With Podcast. My name is Ivan Estrada and I am your host. Are you ready to brand with us? This is our first podcast, which is really exciting for us. This is a place where I want to go deeper into conversations about branding and marketing. This is a platform that celebrates diversity and inclusion. We will have guests share their experiences and eventually even some of you to join us in your discussions of branding and marketing techniques. So I cannot be more excited to introduce today Princess Sarah Colbertson, known for living out the real life version of the Princess Diaries. So she hired a personal investigator to figure out where she came from and found out that she was the princess of Sierra Leone. Went there, was greeted by amazing people. Then she started following a different purpose. And so first and foremost, I am just so excited to have you on the show. And for those of you that want to know more about Sarah, you can visit her at sarahcolbertson.com. And she also has her book, A Princess Found. So Sarah, I'm just so excited to have you. This is the first <laughs> show, and I couldn't think of anyone else that I would want to have on the show but my friend, Sarah. Oh, thank you so much for having me on the show. I'm honored. You're super duper amazing. So thank you. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. So before knowing you were a princess, you know, you were discovering yourself, you were at graduate school and, and going on acting lessons. How did your goals change when you figured out, wow, I'm a princess? Now what? <laughs> Yeah. So, yeah, I went to graduate school um, to study classical theater. I was also studying dance and then was doing TV and film in Los Angeles. And then I kind of just had this pause in life when I decided to find my birth family. And like you said, I went there, met my whole family, met the whole tribe, was welcomed by hundreds of people singing and dancing, beautiful green African dresses that I was given and everyone was given. And I was welcomed. And as the welcoming started to a few days go by, went by, I started to see what happened after an 11-year civil war in the country. I realized I can't come back to the United States and keep doing TV and film and act as if I didn't see any of that. And so we actually started a nonprofit um, called Sierra Leone Rising, doing work in public health, education, and female empowerment. Life just really took a different, a different track, which I'm so grateful for. So how are you able to combine, because I'm sure you still love the arts and acting and, and whatever you were doing prior, like how have you been able to combine your new duties as a mm. princess and still do Sarah? Like how do you collaborate those two together? Like how do you marry them? That's a great question. So you know what's so interesting? I feel like I was getting prepared to do all of this a long time ago because of studying acting, because of being a speaker. I'm now in front of people sharing about the work we're doing in Sierra Leone very easily. Like I feel like I was getting prepped for all this, but not necessarily just to be an actress, but to actually share about our work in Sierra Leone. So I'm kind of melding the two, one by co-writing a book with my writing partner, Tracy Trivis, which we actually um, 
sold the rights to Disney to turn into a movie, which is really exciting. So that- okay, when is that coming out? <laughs> When is that coming out? Could you tell us? Well, I wish I had the date, but right now we're in development. So we're still in development with all of it, but we're kind of, it. we're really, really excited. And this is kind of how this part of my life and the acting part of my life are coming together. So we're having this book, the book is out there. Then the movie is going to be out there. And all of this is sharing about the work we're doing in Sierra Leone. And it actually brings more awareness. Hopefully, we'll bring more funds for projects and just kind of share with people about this journey, about a country in West Africa, about transracial adoption, which is a diversity element within itself, about you know this developing country that went through a blood diamond war, and about forgiveness and love and family. I love that, Sarah. Tell me about the experience of writing the book. How was that for you? Because I feel like in a way, I've spoken to a lot of authors and in a way, it's it's a bit of therapy, right? Like you're revisiting the past and putting these stories together that hopefully will touch hundreds, if not thousands of millions of lives. Like, how was that for you? Writing the book was so interesting. And, and my writing, I couldn't have done it without my writing partner. Tracy was amazing. And it really took a team to make it happen. Because I have to be honest, it is therapeutic. And it's also confronting because there's a lot of information that I didn't know about my birth family. I didn't know all of the things that my birth father went through during the Blood Diamond War. I didn't know all of the things that my birth mother went through being a white woman with you know, a black African man in West Virginia in the 70s having a child. So there, there's a lot of information that I didn't know. But to be honest, it really was therapeutic, challenging and therapeutic at the same time, and, and actually a lot of fun to be part of all of it. So tell me a little bit about your upbringing, because like you, I have a book coming out at the end of this year called Brand with Purpose. And the biggest message that I want to share with the public is, you know, in order to get the type of clients or people in your sphere, in your world, you need to know who you are, right? You need to know who pushes Sarah, what her purpose is. So growing up, you know, you had been adopted was that a challenge for you? Like, how was that mentally for you growing up, not knowing who your mom and dad was, like not knowing where you came from? Like, how was that? You know, growing up was interesting because my entire family's white. So I don't look like everyone else, even though my birth mother's white. There was, I, I didn't, you know, all this curly hair, as you can see, it's longer now, but it was like this huge Afro. I looked like I had like <laughs> this like halo on my head. It was so fun. But I was, it was challenging at times. Um, people might look at me and go, oh, Sarah's life was so perfect, so great, because I was always out in front, if you will. I played basketball. I was um, a varsity basketball player. I ran track. I was homecoming queen, full scholarship to college. So name it, I was constantly doing these different things. And something you and I talked about a little bit um, when we chatted one time at dinner about, I was constantly trying to be the best and trying to be seen and wanting everyone to like me and no one to leave me. Now, this was unbeknownst to me. I didn't realize I was doing this until we sat down to write the book. That's when a lot of revelations came to play when I went, oh, wow, this is interesting. And my writing partner said to me, okay, Sarah, we need to figure out some of the challenges in your life because if you just write all of your accomplishments, people are going to hate you, <laughs> which was so funny. And it's interesting because there were tons of internal things that I was dealing with, but people couldn't see them on the outside. Like I never felt like I fit in or 
I didn't feel like I was misattractive because I thought I needed to look a certain way because everyone around me was white and looked a certain way. So there are all these things that I don't even want to admit, to be honest. On the show, I'm like, did you just really say that? But it's it's the truth. It was what was going on internally. And it wasn't until I started to get older that I started to appreciate all the parts of who I am and getting to know who I am, getting to know my roots that really had me embrace who I am so I could actually be for others, which is what I feel like I'm here to do, to work with students, to work with young people, to empower them, to do work in the world, to do work in Sierra Leone, to help with clean drinking water for wells. So it was a, it was a great wake up call for me. It's amazing that you say that. And, you know, I feel like during this whole pandemic that has hit us all equally, right? It doesn't matter white, black, Asian, religion. It has hit the whole world. And I feel that it's been a mirror for all of us to really look inside, right? Like the outside, the the makeup, the pretty hair, the cars, all of that kind of just like vanished. And it's like, wow, now I'm here in front of this mirror having to face myself and who I am. And so from the challenges that you went through, like what golden nuggets could you give to, uh, you know, young girls out there who are trying to discover who they are, what their purpose is, like what, what advice could you give them? The first thought that comes to my head as far as advice goes is what are you, what are your dreams and writing those out? Because sometimes I feel like as human beings, as people, as girls, we tend to, as women, we tend to think, oh, well, I want to do this, but that's for those people. Or I might not be able to do it. Or we sometimes second guess ourselves. So I would say write out everything that you want and, and think about some action steps to take in each of those areas. You know, my writing partner and I, we wanted to write a book and we wanted the book to become a movie. And we wrote out different action steps that we wanted to do to get there. Now, 10 years later, after writing the book, it's actually becoming a film, which is so exciting. One of the things that I wanted to do was be an actress and and walk the red carpet. I wrote that when I was in ninth grade. Was it ninth grade? No, I think, yes, ninth grade in English class, right? And I wrote it down. I want to be an actress. I want to walk the red carpet. I actually have done that. And I think I'm going to get to do it again with this movie, right? But What I'm saying is when we start writing down what we want and put it out in front of us, like post it in in your room, wherever it is, collage it, it really brings it to light. It really has you think about what do I want? How do I get there? And the other thing I must say, start sharing it with people who support you in your community. Not the people who are going to like poo-poo things or, you know, that kind of stuff, but people who will actually go, you're going to get there or let me help you get to that goal. That's what I would say. Oh, I love that advice. I mean, in a way, it's like vision boards, people, right? Putting a vision board. And in a way, I mean, you are a personal brand, right? You're you're creating from the personal brand. Now you're creating this empire of philanthropy, of inclusion, which is very incredible when, especially when you're putting a brand together, right guys, it's, it's all about putting it down on paper and visually as well and sharing it with the world, right? Because then in a way, I feel like, wow, I've just put this out there, which means I got to figure out a way to make this happen. Exactly. Right? And exactly. in a sense, it's like the secret. 
right? The, the laws of attraction and making things happen, right? We can't just sit there and hope to, you know, be a princess or to be <laughs> the next Google or whatnot. Like you got to put some action steps towards that. We really do. So let me ask you a, a question regarding, you know, how your purpose changed. Like you found out you were a princess, you went to Sierra Leone and you, and you told yourself, I need to do something. I, I need help. For someone who is trying to figure out on, on how to give back, right? Like not all of us can be so lucky to be princesses, but for someone who is trying to figure out how can I give back to the community, um, you obviously are tied to Sierra Leone. This is where your family is from, your roots from. Like how can someone, you know, kind of guide themselves in figuring out an organization or a group that they can be part of? And because you are obviously super passionate about it. How can someone find that? You know, one of the things, I think this is such a great question and thank you for asking, because there are so many organizations out there that people can connect with that are already started and they need more energy and people who want to fundraise or people who want to post on social media for them. Because if, if I had to do this over again, I would probably just partner with another organization to move things forward because so often we have all these different organizations doing the same things or similar when if we all came together, it'd be much more powerful. So I think it's, it, think about what you really like. That's what I would put there out there to people. And then Google it and find an organization to support because so many organizations need support. How do your parents feel about everything that you've accomplished in the last amazing years? Because I, when I started doing research on Sarah, I mean, you've been on CNN, Good Morning America. You've been spreading the message uh, about contributing and that we all have to come together in order to make things happen. And that's what you're doing. You're creating this amazing life for women and men at Sierra Leone with education and empowerment and for me and I, for all of our, uh, you know, listeners, this is, this is what it's all about guys. You know, at the, at the end of the day, yes, we might be in different countries and speak different languages, but we're all one. And you were such an amazing inspiration to so many of us. How do your parents feel? First of all, thank you for saying that. Um, I got a little teary. I'm a little teary right now. Um, how do my parents feel? You know, my parents are some of the most incredible human beings. They're actually my heroes. They're my inspirations. And they have been so excited and and they've jumped in. My parents have always been people who think of others since I was a child. Like I grew up being someone who doesn't just think about myself, but thinks about others. And that's just how we were raised, my sisters and I. And also to be of service in whatever way that looks, whatever way that takes shape. And um so they've been very excited. They've been huge contributors and getting their friends and our community in Morgantown, West Virginia to actually to donate and to contribute. And um, they've been absolutely extraordinary. And my dad who raised me, Jim Culberson, and my birth father, Joe Pessoa, worked together. Like This is what I think is so special with Rotary and Ro the Rotary Foundation, which is a huge philanthropic organization. And we were able to raise funds and get matching funds from Rotary Inter uh, Rotary Foundation to get $50,000 to dig nine wells that are serving 12,000 people with clean drinking water. And that's because wow. my birth father and my father and me, well, but really these two men worked together to make that happen. So 
when you ask me about my parents, I think, you know, these people are incredible angels who've made such a difference in my life and want to continue to make differences in other people's lives. So they're pretty special. <laughs> wow. Being a leader that you are, I mean, I could see the confidence just exhume from you, just that that leadership quality. Was this before you found out you were a princess, was this something that you possessed? Or once you figured out where you came from and who you were, was it something that grew over time? Because, I mean, I could see it through the screen now. I mean, it just it's just flying at me. Like, how, where do you get this confidence? Because I feel for a, any brand, personal brand, business, it's all about exuding that confidence and that poise, which you have. Like, where does that come from? You know, I think that's, that's an interesting question. I, I was actually always a leader when I was younger. I was always class president, um, student body president. Um, however, even though I was, I play, I was often a leader in those roles. I really feel like I've become more of a leader in, as I've gotten older in understanding more about who I am, what's important to me and being more grounded in myself. And, and there are many people, by the way, you know, all of this that's happening has been a village, people, organizations, family, community who have helped me and helped all of us do the work that we're doing in Sierra Leone and have actually assisted me in who I am today. I, I'm so grateful to the community that's raised me and who's taught me and who's, who's worked with me to actually move everything forward. None of this has been done by myself. And I think that those are the people that ground us and help us be the leaders that we're here to be. Cause I don't believe any, we can do any of this on our own. It really takes, you know, a team. I know you have a team there supporting you to make this all happen because they appreciate and admire who you are in the world because you're making such a difference as well. So I think that that's part of the whole thing about being a leader is, is really standing in your power and having incredible people around you to support you and you support them back. So you just touched on a great point, and that was in, you know, building the right team and collaboration. And to get anything done in this world, we have to work and come together. How did you pick your team? Because I feel like that's very important when you have a goal in mind is finding those right people. Um, I'm a huge believer, as you know, of, you know, diversity, right? Uh, people on my team, I have people from all over the world that speak different languages. And for me, that's so important because there's a different perception of the world, right? There's different experiences and we all come together to create this amazing brand, which I've been so proud about. For you, like, how did you pick your team when it comes to, you know, choosing the, the co-author for your book, the co-writer, um, or these organizations that, that you know, your organization that, that, um, that you have put together in your projects? Like, how do you pick your team? That's a really awesome question. You know, I am such a, a feeler. Um, <laughs> I can really, I like, feel people's energy and feeling people who are good people who are driven people, who are people that are up to things and who are, who understand the journey and want to be part of the journey and the path that we're on. Um, so, I mean, I, I could talk about Ami who's sitting here in the corner. <laughs> she's amazing. Hi, Ami. She got, <laughs> she's uh, making sure this can be filmed and um, she's amazing and driven and inspiring. Um, recent graduate from Brown 
and and just somebody who's up to things in the world. And I'm honored to have her as part of the team. And George, my incredible boyfriend, who's an incredible human being and a brilliant marketer and brander, he is somebody who's like, let's let's create this. Let's do this together. When I think about a team, I really think about wonderful, good people who are driven, who have love, compassion, excitement about the work that we're doing We have a lot of different people, my speaking manager, my agent. It's just all these folks we come together. My brother in Sierra Leone, I mean, I'm part of his team. He's part of my team. We're a team together because he runs the team on the ground in Sierra Leone. So when we do get funds, he manages everything with a whole team of young people who are smart. They're savvy on, on social media. They're able to get around and mobilize inside of the community and speak to the elders about what we're doing. So it's it's absolutely incredible. And you know what I have to say? I think when you're standing in your purpose, that's one of the things I've learned. When I'm standing in my purpose, I put out there what I need and people do show up. And I it's been quite incredible and a huge blessing. Um, the right people have shown up. Um, and that's part of it, putting out there, like I said before, putting out there what you want and, and what you need to move things forward. Yeah. It's about putting out the intention, correct? It's yes. putting out the intention. And I, I'm, I'm very spiritual and I, you know, I, I'm a huge believer of energy and putting it out there into the world. And, and it's true. We're all magnets, people. Like we like attracts like. And so if you want to get somewhere or get something done, you have to be around those types of people. You need to put yourself out there and it's going to happen. It's just obviously, has this been easy, Sarah? Has this just happened overnight for you? No, this has not been easy at all. It has been a roller coaster ride of fun, challenges, ups and downs. And I wouldn't change it for the world because it's really taught me so much. What a yeah. great ride. <laughs> so Princess Sarah. Yeah. What will Princess Sarah's legacy be? Mm. The first legacy that I want to leave is clean drinking water in the entire country of Sierra Leone. That's that's that the entire country has clean drinking water. I really want clean drinking water for the entire world and I'm starting with Sierra Leone. So that's definitely a legacy that I want to leave. I also want to have scholarships for students of color in the United States um, to have the opportunity to go to college and creating a scholarship fund. That's something else I want to leave. And I've actually never said that out loud, especially publicly. So now I'm talking, you heard now it here I'm first. doing you what heard I'm it saying. here first. <laughs> so I'm going to keep you accountable to that. Okay. Just I so you it. know. Yes, yes. Okay. And um, also to support students in Sierra Leone to go to college and to have um greater education and opportunity for jobs. So those are the things that I'm really, I want to leave a legacy, clean drinking water and education for all. Oh, love it. So Sarah, we're going to go back in time to, to, to little Sarah, who's seven years old. <laughs> if you were standing in front of little Sarah right now at seven, mm. what would you tell her? Wow. You have a big future ahead of you. Enjoy your journey. Be so good to yourself 
Don't be so hard on yourself. And know that you are loved and appreciated and you have a community that's here to support you. And don't ever forget to make sure you love and appreciate them back. That's what I would tell Oh, That's such an amazing message. And that's that's to all of our inner childs, by the way. Like, I felt that. <laughs> I felt that. You know, I think... I think, uh, you know, I, I used to call my, my, uh, my therapist, um, which I condone guys. Which I think we it's a all, mental I mean, health. Therapists are so important. Oh my God. What would I, what would we do without therapists? Right. It's just like, uh, for me, it's definitely changed my life. And, you know, the reason I asked you that question was, you know, growing up in, in a world where, you know, mostly Caucasian community, um, and being Latino, I, you know, I, I grew up not fitting in. I never felt like I fit in. And I think through the years, I uh, was creating this character that wasn't the true Ivan. And so my therapist always says, you know, moving forward, we've done so much work together. And and actually, both you and I have done Landmark, which I'm a huge, uh, I love Landmark. Landmark worldwide. Yes. That's right. World. Yes. Uh, he always tells me, anytime you do anything, are you taking care of little Ivan? Is little Ivan being taken care of? And, wow. you know, I for all of our listeners out there, like anytime you're doing anything, um, you know, branding or not, tell yourself, am I taking care of little X, right? I think that's, it, it makes, it helps us make the right decisions and helps us just be our true selves. And I think, you know, you exhume that. And Sarah, I cannot be, this, the, the 30 minutes literally just flew by, you know, from the moment that we met at dinner, we just connected and I knew Sarah has a story and I want to hear it. And I'm so glad that you came on our show being our first uh, guest star. I mean, you're a star, honey. You are a star <laughs> and you are going to rise, rise and rise. And I cannot wait to see the things that you accomplish. And so before I leave you today, like, how can people follow you? How can people support your cause, website, social media? How can people support Sarah? Oh, thank you for asking. Um, our nonprofit is SierraLeoneRising.org. And we have also, I you can follow me on Instagram. I am Princess. So I am Princess SC for Sarah Culberson. Um, you can follow me on Twitter, Facebook, Princess Sarah. I also have a community phone number if you want to get text messages about what's happening with, I'm working on an animation with Randy Jackson where we have an amazing team for that with people from all different walks of life. We're working on this Disney movie and that's in development. We're working in Sierra Leone and I can give you updates about Wells. So if you want that, you can text my community number and I'll give you updates and say hi and see how you're doing and hopefully give you some inspiration as well because we all need it. <laughs> Sarah, well, thank you so, so much for being our first guest star on the show. And for all of you out there, um, you can also follow us at Brand With. We're going to be putting these podcasts out with amazing people, diversity, inclusion, music, fashion, technology, real estate. I mean, we're going to talk about it all. It's all going to be on the table. We're going to have a great time. And I will see you at our next podcast. And remember... We are here, so brand with us. All right. Thank you, Sarah. <laughs> thank you so much for having me on the show. I'm honored. Thank you all again for listening to this episode. For more information on branding and marketing, check out our ecosystem on brandwith.com. 
You can also find more tips by signing up for our newsletter that's not boring or by following us on social media. If you're looking to get featured on this podcast to discuss your branding or marketing needs, find out how to do so on our website as well. Can't wait for you to brand with us again.